When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We would like to acknowledge the Turrbal and Yagara peoples as the traditional owners of these lands where we stand, recognizing that these have always been places of meeting and sharing. I'd also like to pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Hello everyone and welcome to General Queries, a podcast about the Brisbane queer scene. I'm your host Talia and as always I'm joined in the studio with my lovely co-host, the dulcet tones of Megan. So dulcet. So beautiful. I'm and also... his hair was perfect. <laughs> What's that a reference to? Welcome to Night Vale. Oh, you're right. And I fell in, in love, love instantly. instantly. <laughs> um, we are also joined in the studio with someone who also has wonderful hair. Thank you. Uh, He's got little space buns. You always have like the best hairstyles and the best earrings as well. Yeah. Thank you. I spent so long with such awful hair in primary school. I'm trying to bounce (laughs) back right now. (laughs) We're really trying it, guys. We're really trying. Um, (laughs) Who are you? Who are you? Who am I? Who are you? We are joined in the studio by... I am uh, Luxana, but everyone calls me Luxie. Is that a Star Trek character? Yes, that is a Star Trek character. Oh, <laughs> so your mom's a nerd. Oh, big nerd. Um, I am a woman. He, her, she. She. Yeah, I, was, her. I, got, I got confused by my own gender. My own Relatable content. <laughs> I identify as a woman, but my pronouns are he and him. And that is valid if that is mm, you. Yeah. But. yeah. Um, she and her, um, in terms of my sexuality, uh, it's a big question mark. I tend to just use bi as the mm-hmm. state, as my general statement. Um, mood. But I've never really found a word that f- I felt fit right. So. Why is that? Like, like kind of like talk me, talk me through the web of your sexuality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think, I think a large part of it had to do with the fact that like growing up, I never saw anyone like me on in media and like in my life like it was mm. straight and then the town I grew up with I think I knew of one gay woman and that was it the um, token gay is usually yeah yeah, yeah the, how, to- the how token how it works lesbian woman and like the, the like uh, she was the mum of someone I went to primary school with and like people would always ask him like um is your mum still gay um, <laughs> and, like, and he would always be like yeah yeah is she she's still gay still gay Still? After all this time? After all of this time. Um, yeah, I never saw like bi people in the media and it was always like gay or straight. And then when it when I learned about bi, I was like, well, is that 50-50? Like there was a mm-hmm. lack of communication about what that meant because I knew I wasn't 50-50. And then pan didn't feel right either and mm. queer never felt accurate. Because yeah. I've always felt too straight to be queer but 
not straight enough to be straight. Ah, uh, yes, a mm. bisexual and in the LGBT community. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where are you? Um, so like, yeah, what do I what do I want to ask? Like, because uh, I'm like, I'm just going to do a little quick disclaimer. The big difference between mm. bi and pan, I mean, there's a lot of differences, yeah. but the big difference for those of you who don't know between bi and pan, bisexuality uh, refers to a person who is attracted to both genders. and Two or more. The, two or is, more is rather. The current de- yeah. Two or more rather. Yeah. I apologize. Mm. Um, two or more genders, but the person that they are attracted to their gender is part of the reason they are attracted to them Mm. not the reason but it is part of of their consideration of Mm. their attraction Mm. whereas if you are pansexual uh often gender is immaterial to why you are attracted to a person Mm. so bisexual doesn't necessarily mean that you only like boys and girls because there are more than two genders um but yeah, and pansexual doesn't mean that you are also attracted to trans people, which seems to be a thing that I do not understand. Oh anyway, yeah, so that's the main difference. The so, more like, you know. yeah, so, yeah. and queer is often used by people who don't really subscribe to either of those titles. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's a little bit of a, like, a, they have some, like, um, gender identity stuff as well. Yeah. Or, yeah. or they don't they don't feel they fit into either category. So this yeah. is just like an amalgamous yeah. term that they yeah. just kind of went, yeah, that, that's close. That'll do. That's pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, it, keeping that in mind, like yeah. what like in your mind, how would you what would be the definition of the word that you would use? I'd probably just use the word queer because I feel like I still got my like learner's plates on. Like I'm still yeah. Figuring it all out and yeah. being guided yeah. by myself. Mm-hmm. How does the term, because you said before, like queer maybe doesn't sit quite right with you. Mm. How, do, how does um, like the term LGBT sit with you? And is there a difference in that for you? I think it comes down to more personal stuff for me. I think I don't fully know who I am as a person. So I mm. feel like I can't give myself any sort of title. I always struggle to... Uh, like even like my favorite color, I'm like, it might be blue. It might be green because with me, I'm the final deciding factor. I'm the one who decides. Whereas like with academics, I can be like, well, no, other people say this is right. So that means it's right. I don't think I trust myself. Yeah. I think that might be, oh, that's deep. Yeah. Do but- you feel like, do you feel like giving yourself a title would, so like to say, hi, I'm Luxie and I'm a bisexual, Boom, and that's like mm. that puts you in a very small box. Yeah, it puts me in a box. I feel like it puts me in a box. It makes me feel like I don't have room to move. And also, like I grew up in not a small, like a smaller town. Yeah, and it's not Brisbane, that's for sure. Yeah, um, I spent outside of Brisbane primary yeah. school life there, and um, was surrounded by a lot of mentality mm. that wasn't actively homophobic, but was. It was the small things like don't go heteronormative. Don't, yeah, heteronormative yeah. as fuck. There was um, a girl I remember who was my friend in grade six and she knew she was gay and it was like, well, you don't want to go to sleep over to her house. And I did. And let me tell you about Janice Ian. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like mean girl sort of Janice Ian crap at I couldn't be, age 11. I couldn't invite her to my pool party. She was a lesbian. Yeah, yeah that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think being surrounded by that, like, uh, unintentionally put its embedded itself in my head. 
Um, and as with many things growing up, you learn behaviours and then it's hard to unlearn and mm. grow out of them. And mm. So what was it like moving to Brisbane? What was the first thing that struck you? Well, here's the thing about moving to Brisbane. I actually moved to Brisbane twice. So my... Porque la nastas. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically what happened was my parents uh, split up when I was nine and then when I was 11, my mum said we're moving up to Brisbane and my dad stayed in this small town. And I got here to Brisbane I hated it because I loved my dad. I thought my dad was the bee's knees. Um, and I hated, uh, you know, Brisbane. It was scary. It was big. There was a... Six lane road, like 200 meters it from It is house. scary and big. Let's just like as a fellow small town person, like it is scary and big. Why are you like this? Anyway. Mm. It's actually quite a small city. But I anyway, know. Continue. I know. That's what's horrifying. There's yeah. bigger ones. Anyway, please yeah. move on. Um, Everything is relative. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I hated it. And I said, uh, mom, I'm moving back. I don't want to live here. I'm, mo- I'm moving in with dad. So I moved back and I lived with my dad and I finished primary school with my dad. And I got a bit older. And I went, I want more opportunities. Mm. And I was so, so lucky to be able to, at that age, go, I'm moving to a place where I have more opportunities. Because my brothers were getting to do these cool things at their primary school, Mm. like go to the Brisbane show. And the Brisbane show in comparison to the small town I lived in show, very different. Very different. mood. You Mm. could do the, where I used to live, you could do the town show in 30 minutes. Um, and they got to do stuff like that all the time, all the time. Um, there was obviously more complex reasoning behind it, but mm. that's what we'll stick with for now. Mm. Um, so when did you first interact with the Brisbane queer community if you moved at all? Oh, um, I don't know if I've, like, I've interacted with queer people. I don't even know if I've interacted with the queer community, like, mm. as a whole. I don't Is that I'm, on purpose? Not necessarily. It's because I think it's because I feel like I wouldn't fit in. Mm-hmm. Like it comes back to ah, that yes. feeling of <laughs> not, I'm not queer enough. Mm. I feel like I'd be taking up someone else's spot who needs it more. That's a very like common, like especially if you're at the moment mm. identifying as bisexual, mm. um, that's a very common thing. Mm. It's like I'm bisexual. I have I have reached out to people that I will not name because yeah. this is not a shaming thing, um, but I have reached out to people who do identify as queer mm. but they are in um, like heteronormative monogamous mm. relationships and they're like I have nothing – to talk about and I'm not really a queer person because this mm. is the relationship I'm in. Mm. And it's like, mm. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you still are who you are regardless mm. of who you are currently romantically engaged with at the yeah. time. Um, so, yeah, like don't, don't feel like you're not queer enough. Yeah. And another thing that I think kind of comes up a lot in like the discussion of bisexuality is like you don't, you know, we talk about queer cards and, you know, like mm. being an honorary queer. You don't lose your queer card if you're yeah, bisexual and you sure. date someone of the opposite gender. For sure. Um, yeah, just that kind of logic is astounding to me yeah. because you still you still maintain your queerness. You still live outside of a paradigm. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's just, insane. Just because you're not like waving a rainbow flag and, yeah. mm. you know, like and you don't fit the box of what a queer person is supposed to look like doesn't necessarily mean that you're not a queer Mm. person. There is um, an excellent um, quote. I can't even, I think it's by Judith Butler, Um, 
but one of those one of those big like gender theorists and it's like if queer is if queer as a term is going to be of any use to us we, it's a term that cannot be defined and must constantly be reinvented otherwise it loses its ability to express everything outside of the box mm. and like especially i think in terms of bisexuality you you don't you don't fit into a box even like you can't be like oh i'm dating a, a man now i am now in a box like that no. doesn't it yeah. doesn't define your experience mm. so like yeah. do you do you kind of feel like yeah um because you know being queer is like a journey oh yeah yeah i've discovered that over the Absolutely. i've discovered that a lot in yeah. the past three years because i didn't really i remember like in grade 11 and 12 being like everybody's a little bit gay. Um, Everybody is a little bit gay, let's be well, real. As, <laughs> I mean, as, I our, as our artist uh, Nita said to us during one of our one of our meetings, uh, if your would go gay list <laughs> exceeds more than five people, you're bisexual. It is yeah. such a mood, Nita. Like, <laughs> um, shout out to Nita. Absolute legend. Check out her art too. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah. And then I started uni and I went, Maybe I'm a little more gay than, than <laughs> just a little bit gay. Um, oh, sweetheart. Yeah. And um, you went from like small gay to venti gay? Yeah. <laughs> I paid the extra 50 cents. A cursed image. I got the keep cup. We're here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then in uni, I was like, oh, oh, oh. Um, oh, but I was it's, the entire time I was like, but I'm still really about the dudes. Mm. And I was like, oh, yes. yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh. and then I was like, I went through the thing that I'm sure many bi people have been through, which is what are my friends of the same gender going to think? Like, are they going to, is it going to be weird now? Because <sighs> yeah, I, there are people who I'm not out to who mm. have said things like, oh, I can't share a bed with her. Like she, she's into girls as well. Like it would, oh. it would be weird. And I'm like lying in bed Garbage. with them like, dear God. <laughs> Just um, because I'm bi doesn't mean that I'm trying to hit on you. Here's the thing. Like when did everyone's self-esteem get so high? Because like I'm over here like, I'm over here like, please, I am a nice person. I like funny jokes. Um, But like so many people I know who are just like, well, obviously they're attracted to me. Like, the rules don't yeah. change um, no. based on straight yeah. gay attraction. Like, And this is the issue that I have with a lot of straight media um, and that is that bi women specifically mm. um, are wildly over-sexualized. Oh, so much. So over-sexualized to the point where, oh, you know, is Luxie going to hit on me because yes. she's bi? And like, but then bi men are just completely invalidated. Oh, completely. Um, so you really can't win. No. Um, and God forbid if you are a bi, like, non-binary or agender or whatever, oh, like, Christ. seriously, God forbid, mm. because, you know, oh, well, it's completely you don't identify news, as, a, as a man exist. or a woman, no. then how can you be bisexual? <laughs> anyway, moving on. Mm. But, yeah. Wonderful hot takes. Wonderful hot <laughs> takes. Wonderful hot takes. Takes I have this tea you made it. It's delicious. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. Kermit's um, over here. But yeah, I when definitely. You, yeah. When, when you do come out, what are what are some of the responses that you've got? Well, that's yeah. really funny that you asked because I came out last night to a couple people. Oh, um, congratulations! Oh, see, here's the thing. To me, it's not like a big. Mm. It's not like a big yeah, thing. That's and I, I, 
I just I, anxiety. <laughs> I just I hate when it becomes a thing because I came out to my family in well, some of my family while I was drunk in July. Um, Whoosh. um <laughs> that's definitely how you want to do, do it. Well, I mean, the thing is, um, my cousin is currently transitioning. It was a big family reunion, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of heat on my cousin, and I was feeling really bad for him. Oh. And I was like, everyone could just fuck right off, leave him alone. Shout out to Luxie's cousin, the real MVP. We love you. <laughs> um, you are valid. Yeah, and I was like, I said something about. I was like, I'm by. So what? And my brothers both like flip their heads around and go. And I was like, oh, no, now it's a thing. Mm. And everyone sort of skimmed past it. And I was like, I like kept the conversation going. I didn't give them a chance to ask questions. And then about a week later, it was just me and my brother in the kitchen. And he starts asking me all of these questions. Like what kind of what kind of things did he uh, ask? Does dad know? When did you know? You know, the standard. I've blocked out standard a lot of interrogation. I, I've blocked out a lot of it because I was just like cooking food. And I was like, I don't. I said to him, I said, I don't want anything to change because nothing has changed and I don't want to have this conversation because it's not necessary. Mm. When I talk about guys that I'm into, you don't want to hear it. So, like, I I get that he was trying to relate and trying to understand, but I, it was what I was afraid of. Mm. I was afraid of the questions and things changing and it felt like things were changing. That's really interesting because, in like, literally in the last episode, um, we were talking about how much emotional labor it is to educate non-queer people. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's not your job. That's yeah, no. absolutely not your job. I think – I feel like we talk about this every single episode because yeah. it is such an issue. Mm. Um, it's absolutely not your job. But um, last night I had a really good friend ask, do my parents know? And I was like, I think my mum knows because my mum's not stupid. Um, she can put two and two together. I still live with her. She's – She's seen me at my worst and at my best. Like mm. my mom knows me and that's the relationship I have with my mom. Love you, mom. Shout out to mom. Oh, mom's the best. <laughs> um, Is she going to listen? Probably not because I won't tell her about this. Yeah, fair. Um, just because then she'll tell people and mm. yeah, it, you know how much. The fact that you're here, we really appreciate it. Yeah, um, but I told my friends last night, that's a couple of friends last night, um, and one of them was like asking, does mom and dad know? And then this other girl who was with us who I wasn't friends with just said, congratulations, I'm so proud of you. And I understand Mm. the intention, Mm. but I, and I know that we still have so much to work on and that it is so difficult for a lot of people, but I don't want anyone to be proud of me. Mm. I just want to continue with my life. I don't need anyone to be proud of me. I want you to be proud of me for my character traits, for the art that I make, for the things that I do and say. I don't want you to be proud of me because I'm attracted to women as well as men. Mm. And yeah. that's that's just me. That's mm. my choice. And mm. obviously my views are not everyone's views, but yeah. yeah. Like I'm like I'm definitely proud of you for like being here in general. Like not because you're bi, because I mean big uh, deal. Isn't mm. everyone? <laughs> Everyone's but, a little bit gay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But like because, you know, like all of the guests we've had have been like so willing to just talk about these very personal deals mm, right? with us and like we know each other yeah. but like not all of the guests always know us mm. particularly well. They're more than happy to just like give over these very personal mm. details mm. to the internet. So, mm. you know, like we're if, proud of everybody for that. If me giving over personal details means that like, some poor kid somewhere doesn't have to give their personal details. I'm more than happy to do it because it's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> like I would rather do it once now than do it a thousand times over, which isn't going to happen. That's not how it works. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. one of the very first podcasts, someone said you're constantly coming out. 
Yeah, it was with Kelsey. Kelsey. Mm, yeah. yeah. And over the past, so wise, past couple months, because first year of uni was when I had my crisis mm. and I was like, who am I? I think Two, we four, all six, do that. We all kind of yeah. graduate and we lose a sense of self because yeah. we leave an institution that forces so much of itself onto mm. us. So once we and kind forces of forces you to fill to fill a mold for yeah, sure. And definitely. university is definitely a place where you do whatever the fuck you yeah, want, right? man. Yeah. As long as you pass, it's the, it's the testing period. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, a big it's like the Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> um, one, one of the big things that really got me was like, no more uniforms. You could just wear whatever you want. Uh, whenever I saw the QT security people, I always thought, oh, crap, I've got to put on my hat. I've got to put on my hat. <laughs> because my school had a really strict hat policy. Yeah. And they walk around with those broad brimmed hats. And I go, where's my hat? I need to put on my hat. My hat needs to be on my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. The fact they don't care if you turn up, they don't that's care. That's wild. And affected my gpa greatly yeah in third they year. don't care what you wear they don't care if you turn up nobody nobody follows up with you no you're um, completely responsible for yourself yeah. which Love it. is hated also right <laughs> but yeah for yeah i i personally had a nervous breakdown this year mm. um and like it's it's a lot to mm. deal with and also trying to figure out your identity is this is really hard yeah. Um, what what did yeah. you like when you kind of realized that something was kind of a little bit up? What did you did you go anywhere? Did you talk to anyone? So, this was the series of events in December of my first year of uni. I went to an eighteenth, and um, I was at this eighteenth, and I was chatting with a gal, and I was like, "Was she pretty? She was pretty." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my, oh oh oh," and then was like okay, I like this person and not as a friend. And it was the first, I'd had crushes on like celebrities before, mm-hmm. but um, not on a real human not on, li- living, not, not, breathing not, woman. Well, I recently realized I had a crush on a girl in high school, but did not did not realize that until about last month. Yep. So uh, this is the first time I looked at a woman and I went, I have a crush on you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you who they were later. So I, I, it was like a friend of a friend's like, oh, I so you don't think, know. yeah, like I, I saw her that one time. I yeah, never saw her never again. Saw again. Um, <sighs> and then I think in the next six months or so, I like processed that information and I kept telling myself, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But was also dealing with a lot of other mental health problems. Yeah. Um, Your mental health should really prioritize right. those sorts of things because um, you're not, not any worth to anybody if you're mm. literally breaking down. And I, I kept that all to myself. And then um, oh, in, no. in uni, we had these, uh, my friends had a little, townhouse apartment place and we had parties there and I was Mm. at a party and um there was a boy inside who I had been like flirting with and was very embarrassed by that because he now had a girlfriend and I was actively avoiding him so I ended up outside on the front lawn uh with this guy I sort of knew sort of didn't Mm. he was very drunk I was very drunk we were lying on the front lawn and I was like staring up at the sky and I went I think I like women too and just like burst into tears and then um Everyone inside misconstrued it and like someone ran out and threw condoms at us. Um, right. And I was like, literally the opposite thing is happening here. Oh um, my God. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, look fast, die young, yeah, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, no. Mm. Um, he never really said anything to me afterwards, which I appreciate so much. He yeah. never... Um, you just needed to cry. I needed to cry. I needed someone to listen. And I don't know whether he was so drunk that he don't he doesn't remember it, but mm. forever grateful because he never brought it up again. He never asked questions. He just went, that's okay. And 
Let, let me have my cry and wholesome little bean. Not a wholesome bean. Had a wholesome bean moment. Have, uh, well, wholesome bean bean moment, moment for you. It sounds like an ad. This has been your wholesome, wholesome bean, bean moment. moment. That's the end of um, the podcast. Now. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, we you, are gonna have to wrap wrap up fairly soon. But are there any sort of like last last things you kind of wanna wanna say about this? Bisexual question mark. Uh, yeah, just like a, can we just love a good question mark? Question mark like leaves things open. Mm. And I think that's what I'm doing with my life at the moment. Yeah. I'm leaving things open. Um, yeah, it's pretty yeah interesting. We support you in your journey. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. I support everyone else in their journey as well. Yeah. Um, What's the best advice you could give to someone who is kind of going through what yeah. you went through? First of all, there are so many people in history who will buy and it's just erased completely that's a whole thing oh we will do episodes oh, don't we're, we're don't doing episodes don't, for sure yeah, this is happening um, yeah and there's more than you think and uh, there is so many support systems out there that you don't have to contact again mm-hmm. like kids helpline lifeline have some like online like Q-life? chat systems yeah chat Q-life. system yeah. yeah um i hate taking phone calls so i have used the phone chat anxiety systems is a real before. thing yeah, yeah. and uh, wherever you are there are people out there you they may not be near you at the moment there are people out there though that love and support you and whatever happens yeah happens and you can survive it because mm. you're already stronger than donald trump so yeah that's that's my next tattoo yeah if he I can don't have a tattoo, he can't he can't person. handle the rain and you've walked through the rain for sure before yeah, so damn you're stronger than trump and he's a leader of a country you're going to crush it, kid. Can I like, can I very quickly share this like really great um, by metaphor that yes. somebody like on this network actually told me about? Um, so if a, if I, this is a really oversimplified version, but it really helped me when, um, you know, when I'm, when you're starting to like talk about these things. Yeah. Um, so, you know, a couch is a straight person mm. and a bed is a gay person and bisexual people are futons. Mm. So it doesn't matter whether you're using the futon as a sofa or whether you're using it as a bed, it's still a futon and not either one of the other two. I'm a futon that occasionally gets pulled out to a bed. <laughs> <laughs> like only if there's like a guest over. And then- <laughs> It's a very, it's a very special futon. Yeah, it's yeah. A special futon. A special futon. I just, I thought that was like such a great way of putting it. Because yeah, I have had a lot of people say to me like, oh, like I'm not queer enough. I'm not queer enough. And like, you know, you're always, you're always a futon, regardless of whether you're being used so, as a sofa or a bed. It's so funny. I spent most of first year sleeping on a futon. So <laughs> it's like <laughs> literally, literally, literally oh, like wow. <laughs> um, we might wrap up now thank you so much for, thank you for being here thank you for just sharing your story Luxie has a broken foot guys maybe like maybe we'll go to the doctor foot. and find out um let's stay tuned to figure out if Luxie has a <laughs> we'll update you on guys <laughs> um to figure Is out there... if, if Luxie's broken yeah, bones broken or not. bones happen um for everyone out there in podcast listening land we love you and you are valid and whatever you're struggling with you can get through it you have survived 100 percent of days good on you you are also very much queer enough yeah, you are so valid you are super and you queer. belong in the community. 
yeah stay safe drink water we'll see you next time doing you need to be listening to the floof and papa podcast i'm mel i'm taylor and we're going to talk about all things dogs dog stories dog breeds dog tips and tricks dog puns dog jokes dog everything out if you're not listening uh hit us up at the floof and papa podcast wherever you get your podcast tune in Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.